Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And uh, I suppose uh, the biggest story is, uh, well, it depends how you look at it, but uh, the biggest story coming out of England with respect to Tyson Fury and Alexander Yusek. But before we get there, I just wanted to report on another postponement, unfortunately. Uh, Three-division world champ, uh, Naoya Inui, 24-0, 21 knockouts. Um, has had to postpone his uh, fight against Stephen Fulton. It was to take place on Mar uh, sorry on uh, May seventh in Japan, uh, simply because anyway has suffered an injury. It's been undisclosed what injury that is, but it will have to be that fight will have to be rescheduled. Um, you know, uh, Stephen Fulton is no pushover. As you know, he's twenty one and over eight knockouts of his own, and he's certainly one of the top fighters in the world. So we're looking forward to this. Uh, fight indeed. Uh, anyway, out of Japan, uh, Fulton out of Philadelphia, and it's going to be a big fight. Seeing that uh, Inui has given up his uh, belts to move up and to go try and become a four division uh, champion. All right, moving along to um, technically speaking, the top story of the day. Uh, courtesy of my friend uh, Charles Brun over BoxingNews24.com, uh, we see that. Uh, the Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk fight uh, has been, uh, well, it's ongoing. <laughs> but I think it's been, I think it's been, uh, let's say, postponed. Some have called it off. But let's see what Charles Brun has to say. Tyson Fury versus Alexander Usyk negotiations are ongoing, despite early reports of them being dead over problems related to the rematch clause split. Uh, Fury uh, has now agreed to the rematch split of 50-50, keeping the negotiations with Usyk ongoing. But it's unclear whether Fury has set any additional roadblocks that could prevent the fight from going ahead. Promoters Fury, sorry, uh, Fury's promoter, Frank Warren, and Usyk's promoter, Alex, Alex Krasiuk, have agreed to speak to try and overcome the latest impasse in the talks that seem to be ongoing. Uh, but uh, if the Fury-Usyk fight doesn't come off, IBF, WB, and WO heavyweight champ Usyk will need to defend against one of his three mandatory challengers, and he'll likely face his WBA contender, Daniel Dubois, first. It's a winnable fight, says uh, Charles, as Dubois is slow, easy to hit, chinny, and a big block. In Dubois' last fight, he was uh, knocked out three times by former cruiserweight Kevin Larina last December. As for Fury, he's been chomping on the on the bit to fight former UFC heavyweight champion Francis Nagano. And some would argue that's the sole reason Fury has been so cavalier about the USIC negotiations is that the fight that he really wanted against Nagano because it's about the money for him to get a lot of attention. And there's virtually no threat to him because he'd be facing a 0-0 novice with no experience inside the boxing ring. Earlier, uh, USIC promoter Alex Krasiuk had reported that the talks had broken off due to Fury continuing to make additional demands above those related to the purse split for the fight. Krasiuk told uh, Steve Kim that no matter what they agreed, Fury pushed for more. 
Some would interpret this as a sign that Fury not wanting the fight. More likely, it's a case of Fury seeing himself as a more marketable and better known household name in the UK and worldwide compared to Yusek. So he's naturally going to push for negotiations to be in his favor from top to bottom. It is difficult for Fury because Yusek has three times more titles than him and his record is unmarred. Moreover, Yusek doesn't have controversial wins in which he was seemingly knocked out by an opponent as Fury does in two of his victories over Deontay Wilder. Let's flip over to uh, Sky Sports and see what they have to say because they have reported that the fight is off. Uh, after Fury beat Chisora in his last fight, he faced uh, Yusek in the ring. And uh, outside the ring, their teams, teams have held an intensive negotiations, it seems. Publicly, Fury demanded Yusek agree to the 70-30 split, which we all know of and aware of. Uh, which the Ukrainian did agree to, as long as Fury consented to make a sizable donation to the Ukrainian relief effort, which we don't know if Fury did ever agree to. But the two parties were not able to conclude negotiations at the end of the day, and Yusik's promoter confirmed uh, earlier today that talks had finally collapsed. If Daniel Dubois is well-placed to challenge Yusik next, as long as he's recovered from the injury he sustained, when he beat Kevin Larina in his last fight, that is, then he's going to be uh, next up for Yusik. Uh, Dubois is the mandatory challenger for the WBA title that Yusik holds, and the WBA have already stated that Yusik must begin negotiations for defense against Dubois if he can't show signed contracts for the Fury fight by April 1st. That's all the news fit to print on that level. Uh, on another level, with respect to the heavyweights, I wanted to bring some attention to uh, other fighters in the same division. 2020 Olympic bronze medalist Fraser Clark, who's now 5-0, by the way, four knockouts, will face former WBA World Interim heavyweight title challenger Bogdan Dinu, who's 20-4 with 16 knockouts, this Saturday at Manchester's AO Arena. The news comes after Clark's initial opponent, Rydell Booker, was forced to withdraw through illness following an undisclosed medical incident. Six foot nine, 270 pound heavyweight southpaw, Antonio El Gigante Morales, six and oh, by the way, six knockouts, will return in a six round clash against Patrick Malata. He's six and one, three knockouts. That's on Saturday as well at the Sav, Sav, at the Save Mart Arena, sorry, Save Mart Center in Fresno, California. The Maras Malata uh, will open the televised triple header headlined by the junior welterweight showdown between Jose Ramirez and Richard Comey. And the minimum weight title unification bout between WBA champion Sinicia Estrada and WBC queen Tina Ruprecht. Uh, this Saturday night also, we're going to see Christian Prenga, 12 and 1, 12 knockouts, take part in the main event uh, when he faces off uh, again Sam Crossett. 11-3-1, and one, seven knockouts for the NABA heavyweight title plus the NBA Continental Belt at Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City. Wow. That, the news just doesn't stop there. RDR Promotions returns to Clarion Hotel in Essington, Pennsylvania on April 14th as heavyweights Junior Wright, 19-4-1, 16 knockouts, and Brian Howard, 15-5, 12 knockouts, will slug it out in a six-round main event. So there you go. There's some news from the Tyson Fury 
uh, Alexander Yusik camp as well as other heavyweights in that division. Let's move along now over to India where some women, amateur women, are going toe-to-toe. As part of the Women's World Boxing Championships being held in New Delhi, a total number of 33 countries, despite uh, some omissions due to, uh, shall we say, contentious political views, uh, 33 countries will be represented in the quarterfinals of the flagship flagship Women's Boxing Championships. Uh, from India alone, eight athletes uh, are looking for medals. Uh, the, the quarterfinal actions will begin later uh, today uh, at the 6,000-person capacity uh, J.Hav Indoor Hall. The IBA Women's Boxing uh, Championships quarterfinals, uh, as I said, feature 33 athletes from 33 countries still dreaming of glory in New Delhi. No fewer than eight Indian boxers, I said, remain in the running for a place on the podium. Um, and let's talk about a few of them uh, because we are talking about fights taking place in India. And I thought it might be appropriate to let you know that India is one of the population-wise biggest countries in the world and boxing looks to break out there. So let's have a look at uh, some female athletes from India. Um, Jasmine Naitu Nanisha Nazarin uh, all triumphed uh, against uh, the, their opponents and joined compatriots Sweetie Nupur, uh, Sakshi, and Lovlina Bokmilian, who were already in the last days. Sorry about the name pronunciations there, boys and girls. Sorry about that. Let's have a quick look here. First name must be like Sting or Cher. Jasmine, who overcame Tajikistan's Mikjuna Samadova in the previous round is set for a blockbuster last eight lightweight clash with Colombia's Angie Valdez, who impressively swept past France's Olympic champion Estelle Mosley yesterday. Naitu will face Japan's Wada Makoda in a minimum weight division, while in the flyweight category, Sakshi will take on China's Wu Yu. And Nikhat Zarin will face Thailand's, oh, here it comes, Chut Hamat. Raksat. Manisha will be up against Amina Zidana of France, while home favorite Lovlina Bokhan will encounter Mozambique's Radi Gramini in the middleweight division. Sawiti will also clash with Victoria Kebekava of Belarus in the light heavyweight division, and Nupur will step into the ring with Lazat Kenji Bayadvita of Kazakhstan. Oh, sorry about that. But anyway, we, we move forward. The finals of the IBA Women's World Champions will be staged over the weekend. That's uh, upcoming March 25th, 26th, after the inaugural IBA Women in Sport Conference takes place on the sidelines of the event Friday, March 24th. These top athletes are competing across 12 weight categories at the event which offers participants a lucrative prize fund uh, totaling 2.4 million US dollars. Wow, that's a lot of dough. All right, sports fans, thank you for joining me here on Talk and Fight. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. Eastern time when I join Mike Orr and Cedric Ben for their show, Knuckle Up. Thank you.